Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. It was this time of year, back in 1973, getting ready to have the family down to Indianapolis for Christmas. But God had been working on my heart much before that when that teenage boy invited me to a small Baptist church in Acton, Indiana. Things were really stirring. I know the Holy Spirit of God was wooing me at that time. And it all culminated on New Year's Eve, 1973, when I stepped out, trusted Jesus Christ as Savior. I have always been excited about the Christmas season, never more so than 1973 when my life changed forever and I went into the new year a new creature in Christ. You might want to consider that today, my friend. Have you ever done it? They say 33% of those that listen to Christian radio are not saved. Are you one who has not made that decision yet? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ask God to forgive you of your sins and accept Jesus Christ as Savior today. This will be the best Christmas you have ever had in your life. And then as we look at 2024, oh, new life in Christ, a new year and the best one ever. Sounded good to me. How does it sound to you? Give it serious consideration now. What? in the world is going on. Why, of course not. Strictly above board. No hanky-panky here. Nothing political favorite. None of that stuff. Absolutely. Put your hand up and <laughs> swear to... Oh, give it up. Republican figures, top legal analysts express united outrage at Colorado's all-Democrat Supreme Court. All-Democrat Supreme Court. Ruling former President Donald Trump's got to be well, he's stricken from the state's 2024 election ballot due to a violation of the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause. On the Ingram angle last night, host Laura Ingram pointed out that from that moment, the January 6th riot commenced in 2021. The Democrats and Trump opponents urged the use of the term insurrection to describe that thing. Trump also is yet to formally be convicted of insurrection of any Confederacy area statutes the 14th Amendment is alluding to. It's all nonsense, as usual. Ingram noted the Colorado Supreme Court, while entirely Democrat, 100%, itself was split on the 4-3 ruling, meaning some Democrats were apprehensive to make such a landmark determination, but they went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. The court issued a stay until the first week of January to give Trump's team time to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court before the Centennial State's ballot is finalized. The Trump campaign promptly said they plan to appeal to the high bench. Alan Dershowitz, the Trump case, a misuse of criminal justice to influence an election. Absolutely. Those people are all demon-led. So he's a voice that can't be, uh, well, denied, talking about Democrat-turned-independent and uh, independent presidential candidate now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He is really upset by the Colorado mess. He tweeted, the court has deprived Donald Trump of a consequential right without having been convicted of any crime. This was done without any evidentiary hearing in which he is given the basic right of confronting his accusers. It's time to trust the voters. It's up to the people to decide who the best candidate is, not the 
courts, the people. That's Democracy 101. Every American should be very troubled. Well, amen, Robert. It's just one little part of the new America, a flood of evil. Tennessee, you got a winner. You got another one there. Go get a Marsha. Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn hey, is explaining why Democratic leaders such as uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams and Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser have finally started speaking up about the worst humanitarian crisis in America's history, all starting at the U.S. southern border, of course. She said, look at these sanctuary cities and the issues that have cropped up there. Now you realize that it is a humanitarian crisis. It's an economic crisis. It's a national security crisis that is taking place at our nation's southern border. While Sleepy Joe will tell you everything is wonderful and you are being a really good person in making this mess. Oh, dear me. Cities are speaking up now, and it's actually every town. Every town is now a border town. Every state now is a border state because people are going, wait, wait a minute, you know, they see the crowding in the cities. They see what's happening with people who are homeless, who are on the streets, people looking at theft that is going up in these cities, murders. They're looking at cartels moving their hubs into communities. And people, I mean, normal Common sense people are saying, we don't want this in America. We're much better than this. We can do better than this. And they're beginning to speak out about it. My, oh my, oh my. We need a president. Well, here you go. Are you one of them, thar progressive congressmen? I mean, one of those associated with the commie squad, sir? Ah, the guy who proudly voted to defund the Austin Police Department as a city council member and blasted the police department just last week for alleged racist practices is under fire today after requesting the cops patrol at his home from that same department. See, it's just wicked. It's come to our attention that anti-police king of the defund movement in Austin, Greg Cesar, who only last week called the APD, an agency with racist practices, has now requested we have enhanced patrols around his home next week. What a moron. It must be crazy in Austin, Texas. This goes along with it. Austin's progressive district attorney is facing a lot of criticism today in a community after a man who allegedly killed two people while committing his seventh driving under the influence, is walking in the streets after charges and bond were reduced again. Robert Rangel, 52, arrested last year in Travis County, Texas for his seventh DUI that resulted in the death of 22-year-old Kate Garcia and 23-year-old Mark Narvez. Rangel, who's been sentenced to over 14 years in prison for his DUIs, well, dating back to 1989, reportedly pulled out of a Chick-fil-A parking lot in Austin, and parked his car sideways in the road. A motorcycle crashed into it, killed these two people. What is going on in Austin, Texas? What else is happening? China, it suffered its deadliest earthquake in nearly 10 years. 127 people killed, 700 more injured in the Gansu province of the country's worst earthquake since now. Well, 2014, actually. 
The Chinese president there ordered thousands of rescuers to the mountainous region, which is among the poorest in China. Local officials said it was a 6.2 magnitude quake. Hey, Google might owe me money, might owe you money. The tech giant agreed to pay $630 million to users in all 50 states as part of a settlement with state attorney generals over the high fees it charges app developers. And they say you may not need to do anything to get your slice of the pie. Could just go to the mailbox. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> okay. Well, are you one of them? The State Department announced that passport processing times have returned to pre-COVID levels. Now, it casually slipped in a jaw-dropping statistic. You know, in 1990, only 5% of Americans had a passport. Do you, do you have one? Today, half of America has passports. Only 5% actually know where they are anymore. That's more than 160 million U.S. passports in circulation today. It's good news for the global camaraderie. A recent Pew survey found that Americans who have traveled internationally are more interested in and more knowledgeable about foreign affairs. They feel closer to other people around the world. I'm not so sure about that. Is this a survey you can believe in? Pour some eggnog out for natural Christmas trees. According to a survey from the American Christmas Tree Association, 77% of Americans who display a tree this year are going to get an artificial one. That coincides with a boom for artificial trees. In 2023, the U.S. will import 450 million fake trees. I'm sure that Biden has one. That's up from 190 million, what, a decade ago. Lots of artificial trees. You got the real thing? What else is happening? Israeli President Isaac Herzog said the country's ready for another pause in the fighting to recover hostages held by Hamas and get more humanitarian aid to Gaza. New investigations are detailing concerns with the Israeli Defense Force's AI-based targeting technology, which is capable of, well, rapidly generating potential air targets. Oh, yeah, this is one you knew, but they're finally confessing. Uh-huh. The head of a Gaza hospital has admitted to Israeli forces that the terror organization did indeed use his hospital to advance its military operations since the hospitals are considered a safe place. Those wimpos, those demon-led criminals hiding out in hospitals and kids' schools and where's my gun? Iceland has warned that pollution could reach the capital city there of Reykjavik by this morning after a volcano erupted in the southwest part of the country. Home building? Home building surged in November as mortgage rates came down, according to the Census Bureau. I shared the stats last week about how expensive it is. One of the men in our church, his son, just got a new home. Mortgage payment every month, $3,400. Told you. And finally, for this segment, who said that? Finally got to thinking about this one. Why do these uh, athletes play basketball, football? Why do they think we care about what they think? If I wanted advice from someone who chases a ball, I'd ask my new dog, Willow. She's just crazy about balls. Well, here's a good thought for all of us. 
Problems, they're going to come, they're going to go. People, they're going to come, they're going to go. Well, this one's money, going to come, certainly going to go. God will never leave you. Amen? And then it's all how you look at it. You have to have the right attitude. I'm never going to regret getting old. I know too many people who never had this privilege. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this important message. I want to thank you for being a part of uh, our ministry, Greg Patton Ministries and Hello World. Thank you for your uh, funds. Got a, a check uh, yesterday. Got two of them, actually. One very large. Thank you. Uh, Tennessee, Virginia, Kentucky. Such a blessing to hear from you folks. Don't forget Facebook, Greg, Jerry G. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Let me ask you, do you think that you are a courageous person? And if so, where does that come from? You know, courage is a quality of mind, a spirit that enables us to face those dangers. They're out there, obstacles, very challenges of life with a sense of fearlessness and calmness and firmness. Does that describe you? It takes courage to be obedient to Almighty God. One of the ways God molds us into the image of His Son is to allow situations to come into our lives that challenge our faith, to test our very obedience. You may be facing a tremendous challenge on the job, in your family there, in your marriage, or some relationship. You may even be thinking of giving up, walking away. But I'm going to tell you, that's not God's best for you. He wants you to face the challenges of life with surety and trust Him and His ability. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the nation of Israel is an excellent example of how God works in the lives of His people. After the Exodus, Moses led the people to the edge of the Promised Land, and God gave that to Abraham, of course, Genesis 17, 1 through 9. Twelve men, twelve of them, selected to go into the land and return a report about the inhabitants there, the terrain, give us an update. However, the spies' report was in strong opposition. We're not going forward. Only two of them, Joshua and Caleb, remained convinced that God would give them a victory. God had pledged the land to them, but their faith waned in the sight of the people living there and those imposing city walls. That's human nature. That's you. That's me. Their focus blurred at the very thought of the battle, and their strength failed because they looked at circumstances. That's the key to what I'm telling you today. They looked at circumstances more than God's ability. They feared. So we go to Kadesh Barney and find out that fear scored a mighty victory there. God's not given you a spirit of fear. No, he hasn't. Most of us know the story. Israel refused to enter the land. Fear overcame their hearts. They rebelled against Moses, Numbers 13. They stood on the threshold of victory but failed to meet the challenge. Their only responsibility was to go in and claim what God said they could have provided for them. They sank back in disobedience. The consequences of their decision followed them for the next 40 years. Except for Joshua and Caleb, every man over 20 perished in the wilderness. God's challenges are not always easy, are they? Often they're very difficult because they require something from us. In Israel's case, it was obedience to the call of God. Did you get it? Many times the very nature of God's command is set for one single purpose to stretch your faith as you place your trust in Almighty God. That's a key. You never lose by obeying God. You never win by disobeying God. I remember running out of the 
locker room at our home basketball games there in Roanoke, Indiana. There it was, a little plaque over the door. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. The key to an overcoming faith is found in the first chapter of Joshua as God addresses the people through his servant Joshua. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given to you. Just as I spoke to Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun, will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong, courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do all according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. And this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. What good advice for you and me today. Meditate on it day and night, you betcha, so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you, is the question? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, this is so good and so exciting. The secret of their ability to meet the challenge was learning to focus on God and His Word, not on circumstances. When I talk about my demon message, I say focus on God, glance at the devil now and then. The inhabitants of the land were still Israel's bitter enemies. They were just as strong and vicious as they were 40 years before. However, this time, God's people refused to bow to that fear and crossed the Jordan River and obtained God's inheritance. The Christian walk today, my friend, is more than lip service. Talk is cheap. If you're willing to allow God to work in your life, then He will enable you to face whatever problem fearlessly, boldly, bravely, calmly, and victoriously with great victory in Jesus. When you only focus on the challenge, what's going on, you then begin to falter, my friend. Ask questions like, can I really do this? What's going to happen if I fail? Will I be able to make it through? God never wants you to be careless in your actions. He does, however, call you to trust Him and His ability. And when we realize the full scope of the challenge that faced Israel, we discover their deep need for faith in God. What's that thing going on you're facing in your life today? Financial? Or does it have something to do with your children? Maybe your husband or wife? Maybe an in-law? Whatever it is, remember, human wisdom is not the answer. God alone will guide you safely through every trial if you'll commit yourself to Him completely and put your trust in His Word and His ability. I keep saying that. Don't ever let anyone tell you the Bible is not valid for the problems and trials today. It's as up-to-date as any newspaper or blog or anything you read on the Internet today. Every principle God gives us through His Word is just as relevant today as it was for Joshua then. Oh, times change, but the Word of God does not. It's eternally alive. You have the ability to meet victoriously that thing, whatever it is, because it's God's best for you. You may not get the promotion every time or stand in the spotlight every time, 
But when you trust God, you will always be His winner. This is the promise that motivated Joshua and the people of Israel, and it's the promise you can claim today. Listen, God's strategy was very simple. He told the people to meditate on His Word, not on that wall surrounding Jericho, not on the people shouting threats over the wall or the vastness of the land. When you face difficulties and challenges, learn to recall the promises of God's Word, just like Israel. You have to get into His Word, and through prayer, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in the principles and promises that speak specifically to your situation today. What's going on there? On the eve of the battle, Joshua sensed the presence of someone behind him. He turned to see a man unlike any man he had ever seen before, Joshua 5, Joshua 6. In Joshua's moment of deepest need, God himself came to him. The warrior that met with Joshua to go over the details of the battle was the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the same warrior that will meet with you today if you will make yourself available to him. Perhaps you have a difficult decision to make, one that could change your life forever. Everything within you says trust God and obey him. The one thing you can count on is the same thing that fed the faith and the courage of Joshua. God will never fail you. He will always lead you to personal spiritual growth and increased faith. Are you willing to step out in obedience today? Meet whatever God has allowed to challenge your life? Trust Him for the outcome? Tell the Lord that you will follow Him in obedience. Ask Him for His will and that it be very clear to you. And here's the key. He may choose to speak through a friend today, a passage of scripture, someone on the radio, or directly to your heart. When you answer his call in obedience, he will always respond with a blessing. Received this today from you. I like it. Read the Bible to be wise. Believe the Bible to be safe. Practice the Bible to be holy. Amen. Have you been saved? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What a great time of the year to get saved, to trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Q&A time, doing a little snacking here and there, are you? Are you one of those fruitcake lover? What is your favorite thing to have this time of year, my friend? Yeah, it's a it's a great time. Let's put on the Christmas music and finish decorating the tree that I put up last night. Let's give it a go. And finally, I thought about this one in the shower today. As those wrinkles continue to invade my face, <laughs> here's the thought. Every day is both the worst wrinkle day of my life and the best wrinkle day I'll have for the rest of my life. That's encouraging. And here's a good one. Someone who uses Fitbit, that thing that tells you how many steps you do during the day. I've discovered a shortcut, says this person. If you put that thing in the dryer, you can get a head start on those steps. I had 3,800 steps before my first cup of coffee this morning. Sounds good to me. Oh, I get all kinds of questions about different uh, faiths, etc., different churches. How about being a Baptist? The lady asked me, what do I have to do to become a Baptist? I told her, as far as I know, you believe in Jesus Christ and own a 9 by 13 casserole dish. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's it. Had my say for another day. You want to hear... 
programs from a year ago, two, three, four years ago, all available, whcvradio.org, gregpatton.com. You want to join me on Facebook? I would love that. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Got all your Christmas shopping done? It's going to be a tough day, I think. I'm handing my wife the credit card and the keys to the car. <laughs> I don't even want to talk. That's the way it is. Wednesday, December the 20th, 2023. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.